welcome to The Entrepreneur. My name is Ian, and I'm launching a startup within a big corporate. In each episode, I'll share with you how that's going and some insights on the process. In today's episode, how do I pick a good partner? And should I build or buy the technology? And finally, do I need a coach? Stay tuned for that and more. let's start with the weekly update. So this week, I had the final meetings with the supply chain partners. Uh, Just a quick reminder for those of you who might have missed uh, some of the episodes, I'm trying to build an app that will allow the restaurants to buy their ingredients online. And so we need someone that will do the fulfillment for that. So essentially a supply chain partner that will have a warehouse and will be able to do last mile delivery. Um, And what we did was we spoke to, uh, we reached out actually to more than 20 different potential partners and started filtering them out according to, you know, do they have supply chain capability? Uh, Do they operate in the area that I want? Do Do they seem reliable? And so we ended up with a list of five. So we had, um, you know, a couple of meetings with, with, with each of those five. Um, to share a bit about what is the plan, what is the pilot that we're running before we do anything full scale, um, and get their reactions. And I think actually the, the good thing about being an intrapreneur as opposed to an entrepreneur, right, doing this inside a big company, is that uh, we can use our established brand to build those connections. I'm pretty sure if I was a, a newborn startup Uh, going up to these players and saying, hey, I want to do this trial. I'm not sure if it's going to be something big or not, but are you interested in trying this out with me? Most of them will say, sorry, uh, no, I'm not interested. But because we're a big company and they know this can become big business for them, uh, they're a lot more flexible when it comes to discussing terms and uh, a lot more flexible, even in terms of investing capabilities that they don't have today. So some of them were saying, look, this is um, a great way for us to develop this kind of, of capability as well. So we're willing to make an investment, but then we ask you to make a commitment of working with us for two years, for example. Um, and, you know, I had to pump the brakes a bit and say, no, we, we can't commit to anything like that. Because honestly, we haven't even made that commit- commitment internally that this is going to last two years. So let alone externally. Um, if I promise you that, I won't be able to deliver. And so please don't make any big investments because we're not making any big investments either. Um, and so it's it's very interesting to see that uh, um, being part of a big company opens a lot of doors in terms of people wanting to work with you. Now, what I told these people uh, was, please come back with a proposal where you're going to tell me how you plan to service this, what are the capabilities you're offering, and how much this would cost. Um, And what I tried to make clear is please don't focus on the how much this would cost, right? This is not a a race to the bottom in terms of who is the cheapest, because if we make this pilot extremely cheap, but then it doesn't work and we're not able to deliver what we promised to the customer, um, that's a failure, right? We're going to shut down. doesn't matter how cheap it was. We're not solving the customer's problem. So we're going to have to shut down. So I told them, please focus on the capabilities and what can you promise in terms of uh, service level? And so let's see what comes out of that. Um, The way I'm planning to make this decision is by really involving the people that are used to supply chain on the ground in the Philippines. Um, And I'm as much as possible taking their guidance on how to pick this partner. Of course, with the big caveat that 
the capabilities we're looking for in them is slightly different than the capabilities we generally look for in a supply chain partner. So uh, like every question in this podcast, how do I pick a good partner? This is a question that I'm trying to answer. It's not something that I have an answer for you. Uh, I'll keep you up to date on what happens there. And now another second update, less related to my startup, more related to my own development, is that I hired a coach, so an executive coach. Um, the reason why I did that is I feel like this is going to be a great learning experience for me, this entrepreneurship journey. Um, and I think that to make the most out of it, it's good to have someone working with me um, that you know is basically holding up a mirror and making sure that uh, I can see what I'm doing. I can understand the skills that I'm developing. And, you know, I can take a step back from the elephant and see the whole elephant, so to speak. And so the sessions haven't started yet. I only had a couple of intro discussions with him. Um, but, you know, when I feel like I'm making some progress here, I'd love to share some of that as well. So that's it for this weekly update. Let's go into the reflection. In this week's reflection, I want to discuss a bit build versus buy. So this has been a big topic um, for me because we have a digital labs team in the company and their guidance was 100% we should build, right? And I knew that this was a bit, uh, of course, there's a big bias because for them, they get more work if they're building instead of buying. Uh, and so because of that, I tried to be a bit more thorough and say, you know, can you please do some research on buy and come again with your your um, recommendation? And they said, yeah, we did the research. We still think it's build. And then I said, no, please show me exactly which were the alternatives you were looking for and what are the pros and cons on each of them. So they came back with three different buy options and they still said, we think it's build. Right. Um, and, you know, they were saying it, building it give us, gives us more flexibility in terms of um, how we want to customize this. And every time we want to add a new feature, we don't depend on the provider from who we bought it. Um, there's a security, uh, um, security component as well because we're building it ourselves. Um, not necessarily it means it will be better in terms of security, but at least it's our own. Uh, it's our own software, so it's easier to test. At least that's what they told me. So I was kind of accepting that. And then I started talking to a few other people outside of the digital labs team. And they said, Ian, I'm sorry to tell you, uh, you should look a lot more seriously into buy. Because um, what you're trying to, to have here, which is a uh, e-commerce platform essentially even though the segment's a bit different than most e-commerce right because it's food for b2b it's still e-commerce and that's not a groundbreaking technology and there is no reason you should be building this from scratch when there are so many options already available out in the market um, and so they said you know buy is going to help you with speed you're going to be much faster and it's going to help you with cost which is related to the speed but you're going to have to pay a lot less for the tool than if you were building it from scratch and so now this is bringing the discussion a bit, a bit back to life. I'm going to have a few more, um, a few more discussions of these with, with the teams. Um, you know, whenever I thought of this in the beginning, I always had the vision of building something. I think it's more exciting. It's your own tool. It gives you more control. Um, and you know, there's a bit of an ego thing of, oh, this is something that my team developed. Um, 
But at the same time, I kind of see the point that they're making, the people saying bye. They're saying, look, your solution is not supposed to be about the technology itself. It's supposed to be about the whole experience that the customer has. And the customer doesn't care if you developed, if someone else developed. They care if it works, right? And for you, the faster you have this out in the market, the better. So of course, if, it, if, if it's a super specific technology that no one else has, yeah, then you're going to have to build. But it's not the case here, right? It's not something super specific. Uh, our, our digital labs team is great, but I'm sure there are also other great teams that have already developed this um, and it would be very easy to buy. And so let's see, uh, I'm going to have a few more discussions on this. We're probably not going to make a concrete decision, at least for another two or three weeks, because as I mentioned, the pilot uh, that I'm running will not depend on this tool. For the pilot, we're running with Shopify, right? So it's already, it's just plug and play. Um, but while that pilot is happening, whatever is our decision for the next tool, be it buy or build, that needs to already start in parallel. So for at least another two or three weeks, I don't expect to have a firm answer on this. But whenever I do, I'll tell you on the weekly update. So that's it for this week's reflection. That was it for today's episode. If you have any comments, questions, or just want to reach out, I'd love to hear from you on Twitter. At JEntrepreneur. J as in journal, underscore intrapreneur. Take care and see you next week.